Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to my uh, premiere episode of Retro Geektopia, a, a nerdy podcast, if you will. I'm your host, Retro Zilla. And uh, I thought this would be a no better time than any, I guess you would say, to uh, start doing an. Different kind of podcast. I mean, we got Obi Wan on Friday. Uh, we got Thor: Love and Thunder coming out uh, July. The She Hulk's coming out here pretty soon, I do believe. Um, I mean, we're getting jam packed. So, uh, without further ado, let's just get into it and. Uh, We'll just see what happens. So uh, let me flip to my handy dandy book here. And uh, first segment in the show is, uh, let's see if I can find it here. Random stories. Okay. Random stories. Warm up segment. We'll get to the good stuff here in a second. So I work in a restaurant. That's my day job. And this story is a second-hand account, because I was not working that day. As the story goes, he was cooking. Then all of a sudden, he asked the supervisor, may I go to the bathroom? She says, sure. He goes to the bathroom. And before I tell the rest of the story, I just want to say that seizures are a, seri a serious matter, and it's nothing to fake. The Boy Who Cried Wolf Story, right? We all know that one, right? Okay. So anyway, he returns from the bathroom. He is walking back with his shoulders kind of drooped down and walking awkwardly. He tells the manager, hey, can I clock out so that I can go to the ER? Of course she says yes. I mean, who would deny that, you know, accusation? Uh, he clocks out. Well, he then heads out the back of the restaurant, walks across the street to where they, where they didn't know at the time, then come to find out later that uh, he pulled all of that seizure, awkward walk, ER trip thing just to interview at another job. That is a piece of crap move, okay? Especially when you fake the medical condition. I mean, that's really kind of ridiculous. So, I guess that's the, the random story of the day, I guess we could call that. <laughs> the only thing is, I can say is, why was I off? And I cannot believe I missed it. We've been clowning on his bum ass for like three days. <laughs> and now because of all... Three days now because of how ridiculous that was. So, with that silly, random, cold open of a story, if any of you out there watching, listening, has any random stories that you might want to be shared on the air, drop me a line at retrogeektopia at gmail.com. That is R E T R O. G-E-E-K-T-O-P-I-A, the at symbol, 
G-M-A-I-G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And then, and maybe one of y'all are lucky enough and I'm, I can tell your story on there. So, there you go. Okay, what do we have up next here? Uh, I think we're going to go into the Moon Knight exit review is what I want to call it, I guess. We've been a few weeks out and uh, had some time to uh, marinate, as you will. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed I enjoyed the show, uh, show very thoroughly. But there were some things, like, that always caught me off guard. Like, the back and forth stuff. There was always that, that, that blip where, you know, I like a mystery, but I like to know where the show's going. And to me, it was like, they had a plan for, like, four episodes. And then, all of a sudden, they were like, well, we're just going to do whatever we want. And then it just kind of not really went anywhere. Like, you semi-solved the personality disorder thing. Uh, and then, at the end of it, you gained another personality. I mean, it's set up for another season. But, I mean, the story's not really going anywhere. That I'm aware of. So, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, to me, it's like just open-ended adventures that don't really add up to anything and maybe sets up side pieces to other other things. And then at the ending, I was like, don't tell me this has all been one big hallucination. And I was really hoping it didn't go that route. But they flipped it on me pulled a uh, inception ending and then did a whole continuation of an inception ending and it showed what could have happened if we you know finished watching the top spin at the end that's what they did so they fooled me and i was like okay and then they fooled me again and then right at the end the continuation with the inception ending which i thought was uh, pretty decent it's just where are we going with it? That's the only problem that I have. So, I mean, it was a good show. As, you know, maybe some story elements here and there that need to be resolved. Explained a little more. Maybe, maybe because I've been watching Marvel movies for so long that I'm used to being tied into things instead of just being a standalone type of thing. Maybe I got that kind of in my mindset, but... You gotta show me something in season two if there's gonna be season two. I mean, they've alluded that this was a limited series, and that he, uh, I think Oscar Isaac, you know, only signed a one-year deal, which I mean doesn't really mean anything. Just means it could be down the road a little bit later before he piles back up, and then they'll sign a whole other deal, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, good show. Could have been better, deeply explained story stuff, but. I mean, all in all, I like Moon Knight, you know, kind of, I don't know. I don't know really how to explain how I feel, but it was good. I enjoyed it. 
We'll just leave it at that. So, drop me a line if you uh, disagree. Alright, where are we at? Okay, we'll go to uh, go to some Obi-Wan stuff in, uh, in preparation for Friday. So, uh, let's see here. Let me change the music. So, in preparation for Obi-Wan Kenobi, comes out on Friday on Disney Plus, with a two-episode premiere, thought we should uh, at least sit down and do a little backstory, do a little lore, do a little expectations, and we'll just go from there. So, Obi-Wan, here we go. Let me turn this music down just a little bit more. Excuse me. This is the uh, premiere episode. So I'm getting all of the technical bugs and trying to get a rhythm. So bear with me here. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan has been a crucial character since episode 4 A New Hope. Which was titled Star Wars. Which was the original movie. Obi-Wan was... Let's see... He's been brought back to the franchise in a prequel trilogy, then appeared in the animated form in the Clone Wars movie and the Clone Wars series, as well as the episode of Rebels to go against his uh, rival Darth Maul one last time. Now here on the 25th, I believe, but I think it's the 27th, so I'm kind of tripping, he'll appear in his uh, own live-action series on Disney+, Plus, which I just went over, this Friday. Obi-Wan was trained by Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn then dies by the hand of Darth Maul. Obi-Wan then kills Maul, or so we thought. Obi-Wan then is allowed to train Anakin. Uh, let's see. Was the rank of High Jedi General during the Clone Wars. They battled the likes of Dooku, Count Dooku, Count Dooku if you will, General Grievous, Maul, Asajj Ventress, just to name a few. Kenobi having a Mandalorian uh, love interest named Satine Kreese, Duchess of Mandalore. Maul, then down the road, because he has his team of, uh, uh, I forget what they're called, uh, Night Watch, I think is, something like that. Which are Mandalorians that follow Maul because he had obtained the Darksaber. Uh, Maul then down the road kills Satine, further screwing with Obi-Wan's life. Clone Wars turned to Order 66, where Anakin had turned to the dark side, chopped Mace Windu's hand off, and had sa uh, gave himself to Palpatine and became Darth Vader. Those two. Obi-Wan and Anakin, Darth Vader, where they had a heated batter, battle, had a heated battle, literally. Obi-Wan eventually won by Anakin trying to flip over him while Obi-Wan was holding the high ground. And Obi-Wan sliced off his legs. That would be the last time we see those characters until Episode 4. But they do show back up in Rebels. They're both going to appear in the Obi-Wan show. 
I originally thought that their lightsaber fight in Episode 4 was their one and only meeting since Revenge of the Sith. Now, as read this big-ass bio, let's show you just how crucial of a character he is. With that said, here are some points or expectations I have for the show. So here we go. Uh, it has been rumored or confirmed, I can't remember which, that there are going to be two Obi-Wan versus Anakin lightsaber duels. If I remember correctly, here's the deal. The last time we remember there was one final duel in Episode 4, which I'd already mentioned, and that had be the only other meeting since Episode 3. The point I'm getting at, too, is that if this is going to be a vision or some training flashback from the Clone Wars, I'm all for that. But if you're trying to fit things into canon just to make a cool saber fight and the story not make sense, then you're just wrong for that. People will riot if you screw up Anakin or Obi-Wan. And I'm not joking. These are two beloved characters. There's some prequel haters out there, which I don't know why. I'm sorry for your, you know, that you don't like setup with a bang ending or the characters or whatever, or it wasn't fleshed out enough. But you know what? The prequels are good. The prequels are slow, built up, and then you had a solid ending. So I'm just letting you know, these characters here have been beloved for a long time. They've been known for a long time, from Obi-Wan to Darth Vader. So, if they screw these up, these characters up in any way, shape, or form, you will hear it. The internet, the internet will let you know. So, just letting you know, watch out for that. Let's see, let me change the music a little bit here. There we go. Uh, expectation 2. There's been a rumor that they're might be a Jedi Fallen Order reference in the show, which we've already seen in the Book of Boba Fett with the BD droid on Tatooine. Um, I'm cool with that. As well, Cal Kestis, if he pops up too, which would be nice. I mean, you know they've known each other because they were all at the temple together, so they had to walk by him, Obi-Wan, or Anakin. They've all three... Calcas, maybe not Calcestis, perhaps, maybe so, but uh, Calcestis Master, I'm sure they knew him. Uh, Cal is a cool character. I really wouldn't mind seeing the Night Sister, because she was cool at the end, too. Uh, we've seen that the Quizzers is going to be in a story. Uh, the, the story in the game was pretty good. The game was a little uh, sh short, but I get nervous with these two topics. That they might be adding too much on a show where people are expecting a show heavily saturated with Obi-Wan and Anakin. So I get no, uh, nervous with toxic cancel culture. Where if it's not what they're exactly expecting, that they might just start talking shit about a show that is still great. Sad truth, people act like that. So hopefully don't put, don't pack, uh, let's see what's the phrase 20 pounds of shit in a 10 pound bag so i hope they don't pack it too tight with stuff because then we're just going to get like where is this going like we we're like i was just talking about with moon knight uh gonna have too many characters too many starts no endings 
So I hope they just keep it nice. Nod to the prequels, sequels, keep it low-key. You know, build that story in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope and just keep it nice and nice and easy. And just let us enjoy the uh, simplicity. Um, what characters could we see? Now, this is based just off the top of my head because I can't remember all the removers. And I don't feel like looking it up. So, anyway, Qui-Gon. That is a very strong possibility. I know it's not confirmed because we're not going to confirm it until it actually comes out. I'm just saying. But Qui-Gon has, or Qui-Gon, Liam Neeson has one on record saying that he is a TV snob. Uh, and he doesn't really feel like he's in the TV type of realm. But it doesn't really matter. Because these Star Wars TV shows are pretty much like movies. And I don't think that he's really talking in that manner. If Disney backed up a truck to Liam Neeson's house and say, Hey bro, come to the crib. Uh, and we'll pay you X amount of dollars to be Qui-Gon again. He's going to be a force ghost in this show. And I think that's what's going down. So, with that said, high possibility on Qui-Gon. Because we still didn't get that, uh, that connection to Revenge of the Sith where Yoda's like, I've learned how to talk to ghosts or whatever and uh, there's somebody I can teach you to talk to and he's talking about talking to Qui-Gon's force ghost with Obi-Wan and we haven't seen that yet so it'd be a nice little connection to all the movies to see how that goes Darth Maul um, they could do a callback with him with Ray Park but there's been some I can't I don't even know what the controversy was with Darth uh, Ray Park but this is after probably the show has been filmed. So, I mean, it's possible he'd be in there. They could possibly do, like, a live-action flashback of him, like, killing S Satine. You know, something crazy like that. Um, is it possible? Yeah. Is it probable? Probably not. They probably won't throw them all in there. Because that's getting to be too many villains in a, in a small, combined space, as you will. Uh, Rex or Cody? Rex could be in it uh, with Ahsoka, but he could also show up and possibly they could uh, close the Commander Cody search kind of thing because Cody went right after Obi-Wan at Revenge of the Sith. So that would be interesting if they ever come across uh, Commander Cody again. See if they tie that up because he hasn't been seen in forever. And I don't think he's really alluded to in uh, the Rebels or anything. So, I can't remember for sure. He might have. I'm not for sure, but that'd be interesting if they close that arc, that arc up. Uh, Soka, that's possible. That would be a nice meeting. I said at first it's not likely, but I feel like I'll probably put that too low. It's probably possible with her coming out with her own show. So, probably do a nice little connection to that. Uh, Darth Vader, Anakin, of course, flashback scenes. Uh, let's see, like I said, Night Sister, Cal Kestis. Uh, possible, but not likely, maybe. Palpatine, for sure, I would say. There had been a rumor of Young Princess Leia as being part of the arc, story arc. 
Jimmy Smith's coming back and being Organa. So, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here that we could see in the show. But I really would like him just to stay to the key characters, keep the story nice and live, don't jam-pack with too many Easter eggs just because you want to do fan service and you're doing too much to give us what we want. Just keep it nice and nice and simple. We'll enjoy it. Just don't oversaturate the characters. Then we have number four. Going to be a... I guess... Oh, yeah. A watch guide of the episode, I guess you would say. Um, I would go four, five, six. Watch those first. And I think I put down only because of the twist that comes in episode five. If you have never seen Star Wars and you're coming upon this podcast for the first time, just let me say, episode four, five, and six, watch those episodes first. Don't watch them in chronological order because you'll lose the episode five twist aspect, which would you'll enjoy. If you've never seen this, there's a twist in episode five. Then watch episode one, two, and three so that you can create appreciate the evolution of the character in such a doomed story talking about Anakin and Obi-Wan then you head over to the Clone Wars movie and then the series that fleshes out the Clone Wars uh, and exactly what it was all about and then he's in an episode of Star Wars Rebels which is also a good series as well and let's see so we talked some backstory some characters Expected to see some concerns, then a watch list. So I think this concludes the Obi-Wan show prep, I think. So now you know one last thing. It's like seven years or ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So really anything could happen, and once it comes out, we will all talk about it. So I will probably do a little like companion video on Friday. At some point, because it's the two episode premiere, so I'll probably do like maybe some kind of spoiler review or something, bonus episode if you would, and we'll just talk about uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, what we got next here? Uh, oh yeah, uh, there's gonna be a live action. It was an evil series on uh, Netflix. I watched the trailer. I love Resident Evil 2 Remake for PC. I thought that was a fantastic job. It is a fun remake to play compared to the PS1 Classic, which had the worst fucking controls of all time. And yes, that is my first F word in the episode. I do not care. Um, <laughs> with that said, I didn't mind the first set of movies. Uh, then the animated stuff isn't too bad. Then we have uh, Welcome to Raccoon City movie. I thought it was pretty good until the uh, the ending where they walked out of the tunnel looking like Breakfast Club, which was really weird because, I mean, they're really on separate paths, really, and somehow they all connected. Uh, then you, like, I, I don't know if they're going to do a sequel to that, which I know they like to do, like, everybody likes to do an adaptation. But, man, you combine games one and two, and you just... I don't know. It was just a really weird ending. I don't know how I feel about it. But the rest of the movie was pretty good. I I would have liked it better if they would have fleshed out one and two separately. But, I mean, it's alright. It's pretty good. 
Let's see, where was that? Uh, so I kind of forgot this was coming out, but the trailer looks good. The story is a mystery and is going to be split between two timelines, which sounds intriguing. And this is supposed to be like like 20 years after the the initial outbreak in the games. And the main character is Wesker's daughter. And somehow they're going to explain how Wesker survived, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I think it's a brand new story, so that would be a breath of fresh air overall. The trailer looks good. Uh, CG, CG looks pretty good. Good callbacks to the games of the zombie dogs and the ceiling crawlers. So yeah, all in all looks good, but hopefully it will be. But hopefully it will be good. So all in all, the trailer looks good. So you can get, get excited for that, but uh, hopefully the story pans out. So hopefully it is something nice and new and fresh. And uh, maybe they'll branch into like the newer games like Village and... Uh, uh, what was the other one? I can't remember. Maybe, I can't remember. Seven, eight, the newer ones. But anyway, maybe those will, maybe those will work out. Maybe they'll tie those newer ones in. But uh, we'll see. Um, So where are we at? About 26 minutes. Um, We'll look over the, let's see, we got a couple, got some time. So we'll do some other, other topics here. Uh, the She-Hulk trailer, tra uh, She-Hulk trailer dropped. That looks pretty interesting, how she's going to be a She-Hulk and a lawyer uh, with a villain like uh, Frogman, which is going to be interesting uh, explaining that crazy, ridiculous name for a villain. But, I mean, we got Ant-Man and Spider-Man, so I can't really judge too hard. Um, let's see, Charlie Cox is supposed to be in it, I do believe. Maybe the Kingpin shows up. But uh, we'll find out. I mean, it didn't look bad. It's a good start. Interesting. Miss Marvel ca uh, trailer came out, so that'd be interesting. That that's not really at my field though. I might not. I'm just gonna like passively watch that, just to keep the connection part in my brain. But that's more like a a Disney freeform, uh, teeny teeny bopper, I guess you would call it kind of show. So it's not really at my alley. Um, let's see. Gaming news. Still waiting. Oh, Evil Dead game did just come out, I think, on the store. I think you can buy it on the store now, which I'm waiting for. I want to play the, the Evil Dead the game. Uh, still waiting on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Treasure Revenge to come out. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection looks really effing good. It's got all the classic games. All in one big collection. You can buy like a, I think a steel box or something. And make it a nice big collectible and get extra stuff in it. Which I thought was pretty good. Um, and then the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order 2 was revealed. At least the, the title. It's called uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So that's kind of interesting. We'll see how that pans out. If you're totally honest. But uh. Yeah, there's some uh, gaming news. So, with that said, we're going to close out the show with some trivia. So, let me check here. All right, so, head into trivia. 
And the topic of trivia today is, I bet you could guess it, and I won't let you have the first two answers. It's too obvious, but topic of the day is Obi-Wan. I've got ten questions. Let me get my timer set up here. I have ten Obi-Wan questions. Okay. I'll give you six, uh, 15 seconds to answer after I've read the question. And these questions are for you out there in radio land, I guess you would say. I'm also, I'm old school, so the radio lingo is what I'm known to. So, let's get past the uh, retro part and get into the trivia. Question number one. What does Obi-Wan say to Luke? Before they head to Moss Eisley Spaceport. Go. I'll give you a warning. Five seconds remain. Time is up. And your correct answer is... Moss Eisley Spaceport. We would never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. There you go. Question number two. Who did Obi-Wan cut in half at the end of the episode one? The Phantom Menace. Fifteen seconds. Go. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Time's up. The correct answer is... Let me introduce you to my new apprentice, Darth Maul. Darth Maul is the correct answer. Question. Oh, I'll screw that up. Question. Number three, how many credits did Obi-Wan counter-offer Han Solo with in Episode 4, A New Hope? Let me repeat the question really fast. How many credits did Obi-Wan counter-offer Han Solo with in Episode 4, A New Hope? 15 seconds, go. Five seconds. Two. One. All right. The correct answer is, I can pay you 2,000 now, plus 15 once we get to Alderaan. So, with all the math, ma math majors out there, that would be 17,000 total credits that he counter-offered. Then they got a trip on the ship. So, there you go. Question number four. Who is Obi-Wan's love interest in the Clone Wars series? Fifteen seconds. Go. Who's having fun? Kind of a laid-back podcast, guys. Five seconds. 
three, two, one. And the correct answer, correct answer is Duchess Satine Crease. All right. Question number five. What color is Obi-Wan's lightsaber blade? 15 seconds. Go. Five, three, two, one. And the correct answer is blue. Good old blue. My boy blue. Question number six. Where did Darth Vader and Obi-Wan have their final battle. 15 seconds. Go. Five. Three. Two. One. All right. Correct answer is the Death Star. The Death Star. All right, question number seven. Which two actors played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the movies? 15 seconds, go. It's a good question. If you're not a hardcore, hardcore at five, might not know this. Three, two, one. The correct answer is Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. Question number eight. Hold on. Music quit on me. Ah, question number eight. Was Obi-Wan ever a member of the Jedi Council? 15 seconds. Go. Five. Three. Two. One. Correct answer. The correct answer is. Man, I can't talk today. Correct answer is. Yes. In episode three, Revenge of the Sith. He had achieved Jedi Master and was on the Jedi Council. I just, because I do believe you see him sitting in one of the council chairs when they're trying to have Anakin go spy on Palpatine and he's pissed off about it or something. I can't remember the conversation. But, uh, yeah. Obi Wan was on the Jedi Council. Question 9. Obi-Wan defeated Separatist leader General Grievous on the planet of Utupau. What weapon did he use to destroy General Grievous? 15 seconds. Go. 
kind of warming up to this. This ain't too bad. Kind of like this format. Five, three, two, one. Time's up. Correct answer is a blaster. He uses the force to grab a nearby blaster. In episode three, Revenge of the Sith. So, that is question nine. Question ten, and the final question of the day. Who killed Obi-Wan's love interest, Satine Kreese, in the Clone Wars series? You have 15 seconds. Go. Five seconds. Three, two, one. Time is up. The correct answer is Darth Maul. Kenobi. Kenobi. So, with that said, we have come upon about 40 minutes. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope we come back next week. Hope you learned something. Hope you enjoyed yourself. And I hope you're ready for fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi on Friday. So until next time, stay safe, stay breezy, and uh, peace.